Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is AFL Round 2 all wrapped up. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Brenton, you got a highlight of the weekend past. Well, it's not so much a highlight as my dickhead of the week. Um, so, we'll go to Formula One, as is very common here. And like a lot of sports, there's a lot of sort of father-son uh, follow-through in Formula One. Obviously, you need money to be able to make it in Formula One. So, if someone's right out of the way, it's much easier to track sponsorships. So, you can just Drivers like Max Verstappen, who's the the star in waiting, basically, waiting for Hamilton retiring into a good car. His dad used to race as well, was a very talented racer. Never won anything, but he was talented. Yeah, moderately. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and obviously, Michael Schumacher is the next big one. And tragically, uh, had a skiing accident a couple of years ago. Uh, had a helmet on, but his head hit a rock and all accounts left him in a vegetative state. Uh, but his son is coming through the ranks. And he's now a Ferrari test driver. And so they're doing a little little media I, day. I like how he calls himself Mick. Yeah, like it's Mick. not Michael Jr. or, yeah. you know, Michael, it's Mick. Mick. Like, mate, you're not Australian. Proper German don't, name. Don't try and fucking be Aussie. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they've got a press conference. And he's doing his first like, Friday testing for Ferrari. And uh, obviously, you know, many, many questions you could ask the son of yep. probably the best driver ever. Like, you know, how's the pressure for your father, my, my yep. father's shadow? Um, so probably less now. Yeah. Well, this French journalist, his question. Um, so who do you think is a better skier out of your dad oh, and, God. and Joss Verstappen? <laughs> like, pun- what punch the fuck? I know. And that's everyone said that if Mick went up and punched that guy, everyone would be like, yep, fair enough. Yeah. That's fair. Um, so oh, yeah. Fucking damn it. Like that is just terrible. Like, uh, I don't know, maybe Joss cause you know, he's, he's alive. <laughs> he, he like, what walk. the fuck do you say to that? And how does, how do you sit there? You're, All right. I'll get asked one question. Let's make it something. No one, no one has asked. Why has no one asked this question? Hmm, maybe think about that for a second. Oh, it's just, you know, this will be edgy. Yeah. You know, this will get me on the news. Yeah. Good cunt. Yeah. Good job. I hope you never get employed again. Yeah. So, uh, Josh, you got a highlight of the week? Um, well, it, it, it's, I guess you could call it a highlight. Um, April 1st, obviously coming on the Monday. Now, I, I find, I find my, I think of my best pranks at about 7 p.m. on April 1st night when it's too late and I'm yeah. going to forget them next year. But this year I, I knew, um, one of the guys I work with was going to present to, you know, a, a fair bit of the office. And so I thought it'd be funny to have like a fart app on my phone. And while he's presenting, just, just yeah, Classic. Yeah, I thought, yeah, and it had a timer in the app so you could get it to go off in five minutes, 10 minutes, 15. And I just sort of hit it in some cushions, whatever. Um, and uh, Pete, if you're out there, mate, uh, that was supposed to be for you. Instead, he uh, didn't present, and the CEO did a CEO update. <laughs> um, the, the fortunate part is I, I helped him with his presentation, the, uh, the other bloke who was supposed to be doing it. So I knew it only went for about five minutes. So I only... I only had three farts in those five minutes because you don't want to overdo it and people go, oh, here's the phone, found it, who's the dickhead? I wanted people to sort of get blamed. Um, fortunately, the CEO goes for way longer than that, but in the first couple of minutes when he's trying to get everyone's attention, there's a... And everyone's looking around and then... And then everyone started to really arc up and then... The, and people are starting to really get a bit upset and that was the last one, fortunately. If that had gone on any longer... I could have beaten some shit. Yeah. So highlight of the week, uh, I planned for a five-minute presentation rather than the 25 minutes we got and managed to keep my job. There you are. Um, I got a couple of highlights, and one of it, I, I put a little bit of it on Twitter over the weekend, um, was I was at the kids' uh, the daughter's netball on Saturday yeah. morning. Um, and they're under 11s, I think they are. Um, I don't know how they grade netball, but anyway. Um, so they've got a 15-, 16-year-old um, girls coaching them, um, and it's fucking freezing, let me tell right. you, on Saturday morning. And it's wet and it's raining. And the uh, one of the girls, uh, I would put her comfortably as a... Uh, a seven? <laughs> seven? No, eight Commodores out of ten on the Bogan scale. Um, just comfortably Bogan, you know what I mean? Um, so how old was she? Oh, 15, 16. No, so no not, kids, not no kids. Yet. No kids. Yeah, not competing. No, with she's, but, she's lovely. But anyway, but has skip, a tattoo. skip all that. That's not the point. That's not the point. You're getting caught up in the wrong thing. She has a tattoo, though, doesn't yeah, she? You, you're not a St. Kilda footballer. Just forget it. Does it no say, more. Does it say live, love, yeah, laugh? It's, you're not helping. Stringer was here. Um, <laughs> for the warm-up on this freezing day, like they're not going to run laps or anything. So she got her iPhone out and was teaching the kids the nut bush. The nut bush, fuck. <laughs> and that was part of their warm-up. Um, 
So anyway, this How is, the fuck did she find out about that shit? Maybe know. she has been hanging out with uh, Jake Stringer. Maybe it was Ricky Nixon. I think everybody learns about the nutbush. I, like, I was about to go, man, they wouldn't even know who Whitney Houston is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in fact, we say that, but the nutbush came out in the 70s and yeah. we didn't go to school until like, well after that. Well, yeah, exactly. Year six socials. That exactly. Was, that was That's, the only dance you could do until uh, the Macarena came around. I'm pretty sure you know they just do you know the, the bird dance, yeah. uh, then the nutbush, and now they've added the Macarena. Um, you know, it'll, it'll be something else next. Um, but anyway, um, it's my daughter's first year of netball, so she's just happy to be out there, you know, yeah. um, comfortably playing fullback. Winning so, some team awards. So she's a bit shit is what you're saying. No, she go, she's one of the taller ones out there. Um, she goes all right, though. You know, she just likes running around and gets a few intercepts yeah. and, uh, you know, goes Lay the, the hip and shoulder on. So they're smashing the other team. It's like, oh, that's know, what you want to hear. 10-1 at the end of the third quarter. And the coach goes, right, let's swap everyone. So she goes from full back to full forward. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. She's the Corey McKernan type in that Corey McKernan could only kick the ball 60 metres, no matter if the person he was trying to kick it to was 30 or 100 metres away. Yep. He kicked it 60 metres. That's her shooting. <laughs> she's only got the one range. But on a, a second or third shot, she sunk one, and she turns around and looks at us, mouth wide as the clowns at the Easter show. Just couldn't <laughs> believe it. And then she's like, she got one. She got one. Oh. And then you know how they restart. Yeah, she still stood there for a good thirty or forty seconds. <laughs> so you haven't you haven't taught her trash talking yet. So she's got a hand in the air still, just like Kirby. <laughs> no, not at all. She's down. She couldn't believe it herself. She's absolutely shocked. She missed the next six, but it doesn't matter. She scored one. Yeah, she's retired now. Yeah, she'll go back to goalkeeper next week, and that's the end of it. She'll be a dunker. Maybe, but I mean, the girl she was playing on still had a couple of inches taller than her. So you go, all right, you know, you didn't do it the uh, the easy way. Um, you did it properly, but. Uh, Anyway, that that was exciting for her. She fact, was, I don't think it's hard to block in netball. Like you can't really. It, it is hard because you've got you to stand. Get, you can't get in their space. No, nah, they blow the whistle for everything. It's yeah, it's a silly sport. Like if you're actually close to them, that's illegal, which is you know, kind of weird. Yeah, there's a reason why all the netballers are now playing football. <laughs> yeah. I, did I tell you once I actually met the bloke who's apparently the Michael Jordan of men's netball? You might have mentioned it once right. or twice. Yeah. It, I mean, you know, I, I think it was a bigger honor for him than me. That uh, he could actually tell someone about that. But and really, how do we know that we're not the Michael Jordan of yeah, netball? Yeah. Well, I, I assume I am. Well, I'm retired, and so yeah. is Jordan. So fuck it. Probably the people you meet at Stanley, okay? <laughs> but the funny thing was, I said, you know what? And you play basketball, you got the shits. He's like, fuck it. Everyone <laughs> asked me that. I like <laughs> netball. Right? I'm good yeah. at netball. Well, I'm just saying, mate. It doesn't mean I don't want to fucking answer. And <laughs> <laughs> so there's no netball groupies. I'm pretty sure for the blokes. Uh, and, oh, there's netball groupies for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, they're, they're the blokes, though. Yeah, they're for the women, and they are other women. <laughs> <coughs> Nothing wrong with oh, that, though. No. Um, all right, so a quick update on last week, the whole um, clean-up the AFL. Um, I put it out there probably a little bit too late in the week, so we'll see what happens this weekend. However, we did have two cheer squads that responded. Um, Joffre obviously jumped on the page. I sent him a message, and he just said lovely, so we'll see if he does anything Good about bloke. that. Beautiful. Yeah, he, he, he acknowledged that he, that he heard it, so that's all I can ask for. Um, and the Geelong Football Club wrote, uh, wrote back to me. Oh, really? Um, so that was nice. I said, look, this sounds like a lovely idea. We're all for it. Not many of our members are on social media, so I don't know how much of traction <laughs> you'll get to it, but the idea's out there. Well, in fairness, half of them probably work as clean as anyway, so... <laughs> it, it, it might be bringing their work home yeah, with them. Just a bit of homework yeah, at So I think that's the most results I've ever got from one of my letter-writing campaigns, um, which a is response. Yeah. a response. A response, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, things so, are all looking up. Scott's transport, take <laughs> fucking notes. <laughs> all right, let's get into the footy then. Um, and it all kicked off last Thursday. I'm, I think I like that there's more Thursday night games this year. I'm fully on board now. It only took me until last year to get on board with that, but, yep, I'm all for it. Yeah, I think it's just feeding addictions. Yep, I'm happy with that. Uh, the Tigers in Collingwood. Um, it's been a horror year for uh, for the Tigers now. Um, I think we covered it off a little bit. They've, they've had an awesome run with injuries the last couple of years, but yeah. it all seems to be coming all at once. And it's been yeah. a bit long overdue as well. Like with a golden run like that, you know it's bound to happen. Um, yeah. I think even with Rance and Hooli playing, it's still would have been a tough game to get over the line. Yeah. Uh, just with good weather and the way they played, and Dugowie is just an out-and-out yeah, star. Yeah, he's an absolute freak. And then, um, obviously, Jackie Boy going down Yeah, um, this one. That looks like it's a good month or two out. That's what they said, but at least they got out, uh, much more ability to be able to cover uh, Rewalt than they do for, for Rance and Hooley run off the back line. So it was always going to be tough, and yeah, with those two out, it was almost a certainty. And- Jack, Jack never looked comfortable, though. Like, he had his wrist strapped uh, pretty early on in the game. And he just kept adjusting it, like yeah. kept touching it. He did not look right. You can see it as soon as he went down, he was screaming in pain. He mm. probably should have got off right away. 
Yeah, to be honest. But anyway, I mean, if you're going to miss the next couple of months, what's the, what's the difference? Just stay out there for a bit longer and see if you can make up a thing. But made it worse. That's the difference, I guess. But, but I mean, for the Tigers, I mean, now it's Lynch's turn to actually, you know, show yeah. what he's been paid for. Um, yeah. So if they've only played the last couple of seasons with one figure eight up forward, well, now they've only got one figure eight up forward. Yep. So you just I mean, swapped him in and out. Yeah. I mean, he's a super talented bloke, and you'd love to have him in your team, but I ain't gonna lie, I want him to fail. Well, it's, it's big shoes to fill. I mean, I haven't seen enough, you know. I haven't enough anger from him. Exactly. He's pissed off. You need like a bit of Richo, yeah. a little bit of Rewalt. Uh, that's that's <laughs> just what it takes to be full forward well, in the Richmond Tigers. Well, maybe he wants to yell at people, but the delivery is just too good at the minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's a change. Well, that's a reason. Cotchen goes down or something. That's a reason to yell at someone. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, with this game, I think it was it was Collingwood that kept Richmond in the game at half time, basically. Just with their goal kicking, you're saying? Um, just with well, pretty much. Their inability to finish off, mainly goalkeeping, but even entries in. You can see by just the stats, I'm pretty they're, sure I checked. They're pretty accurate. No, they're pretty accurate. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 7-3 at the half. It was at half time, though. They got 100 more disposals. They were leading contested possessions by a long way and even leading tackles, which is yeah. generally Richmond's game plan. And Richmond was still in the game. It was only 18 points or something like that. And so Six. they really should have uh, put, them, put them away a lot sooner than that. I, I noticed that, too, going through um, out of uh, – Halfback and, and fullback for um, Collingwood, their field kicking was superb. Yeah, um, they were really hanging onto the ball. Um, you know, I think I counted eleven marks in a row at one stage. Just didn't have that penetration uh, with their kicking yep. uh, enough. There wasn't um, very safe. I think some of it, but extremely accurate. And that's exactly the sort of um, delivery that Dugowie needs. Because as I mean. He's not small, but he's a little bit undersized for a full forward, but he makes up for that with just the first quick three or four steps yeah. and getting into clear space. And so that really requires that delivery that he got. He's a quality second forward. And having Mason yeah. Cox there as the you know, bean pole, yeah. Uh, yeah. perfect foil for that. He got a nomination for goal of the week with Mason Cox. And I think we're at that stage now where we can't be amazed that he did something because, oh, he's the American. Yeah. He's a footballer now. Yeah. Like, it's... And a decent one. Yeah. it's These things should be now expected. Yeah. Well, um, he's best 22. And from that, you expect a certain level of uh, contribution. I'd say he's living up to it. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he's turning into no more um, a novelty. I just have to scratch myself. That itches when I call <laughs> um, Collingwood. I thought Myashek was another um, great one. He was. Um, as well. He took some nice marks. Yeah. Perfect time to take him out of my Supercoach team. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for the fucking help, guys. You got ruined on that one. I did. I got crushed. Uh, the first first round of non, non-competitive uh, scoring, I killed it. Yeah. Led, led my team. Led my league. And yeah, went back to reality now. But yeah, in this game, I thought for Richmond, I thought Linkervis played a good game, uh, especially considering he's going up against Grundy. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was... Obviously, never going to win the battle, but he put in enough effort to to have do what was expected of him. But good um, job, and I tell you what, I don't think Gorn or Grundy will make all Australian this year. No, I know it's only two rounds in, but I just I got a feeling they won't. Um, I tell you what, who might have a bit of a look in on today uh, on that match would be Levi Greenwood, like Ward, Dusty Martin, like a condom. Yep. No, he played very well. Um, Dusty made a lot of uh, skill errors as well. He did. It doesn't look right, Dusty. No, he doesn't. So not wrong. He doesn't look right in the head. I mean, no, I mean more so. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, his head hasn't looked right since he joined the league, I think. Yeah. Um, he uh, also, I think he laid zero tackles. Yep. Jesus, think, that's rare. Or I think he has one tackle for the season or so, something like that. It'd be something, something stupid like that, which is, yeah, pretty disappointing. Um, I, I want to check, but the <coughs> AFL app's still fucking up. It's been fucking up since, for ages. Well, forever, basically. Yeah. It's a piece of shit app. So, yeah, for the Tigers, there weren't that many contributors. There are a lot of, lot of people that, you know... It seems like it would be really good to have a couple of the people we gave away back to yeah. fill in some roles. It wouldn't be bad having Lloyd, Lloyd running back. around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is what we got. Uh, it was always going to be tough for Grimes and uh, Asprey in the back line. And yeah, they didn't have too big of a, an impact. But even smaller kids who were doing better things last year, um, Castagna, he's on and off. His consistency isn't there. Um, what about Snags Higgins? Uh, look, he, I mean, his first game was all right, but this one, he's, I don't know if he had a bit more attention on him or yep. what happened, but he definitely could have done a bit more. Um, I mean, it's really hard to say, considering that we didn't get good use of the ball anyway across the whole game. And, yeah. Well, it's a seven-goal win, and to be honest, uh, I thought it was one of the better games uh, of the season by Collingwood. Like, yeah. They yep. looked yeah. as good as any other team in any other game. Yeah. 
I didn't um, see Dusty Martin get a good uh, fend off either. No, I, I yeah. don't recall one. Which is two weeks in a row. I think he had one fend off last week. Yeah, one or two, but he got caught a couple of times last week. He got caught um, more than he got out of it. Yeah. And I, I do wonder whether that uh, a player like him seems to be very much a confidence player. If he feels like he can just shrug off every tackle, he's, he, he walks on air. But when he gets caught a couple of times, I do wonder if that's he, in the back of his mind. It does suffer a little bit that he gets compared to his 2017 season, which is one of the best seasons by a player I can remember. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, had he come to North, that comparison wouldn't be happening. <laughs> yeah, and his house would be half the size. Uh, yeah, is half the size. Anyway, um, on to game number two, which was the Swans and the Crows um, over in Sydney. Um, the Crows have won the last couple of times up there, and I think this is a predictable yeah. upset, if it was an upset. Yeah, yeah. Well, based on, uh, obviously, last week's performance, I think the hype's definitely worn off Sydney at the, at the moment. Yeah. Uh, expectations are becoming a lot more reasonable with, um, you know, sneaking the top eight is basically what they're looking at. Yeah. And so, yeah, playing against the Crows, and it seems they've continued on from last year where they're no good at home anymore. And yeah. if they're no good away as well, then shit. It's, well, it's losing trouble, doesn't yeah. it? The other funny thing, I think uh, Buddy kicked three last week too, didn't he? Yeah, he had a quiet game and kicked three in the final quarter. Yeah, and he kicked three three this one. I still think it was not a not a brilliant contribution. Well, it's weird. Like the goals he kicked were freaks. Yeah, that's it. He's not kicking you know the twenty meters out dead in front ones anymore. He's just from the boundary on one step with a bloke in front of him. But I feel like he's just playing those moments where he used to be a spearhead. Now he's almost that uh, Eddie Betts role where he'll just pull that free goal out uh, and not be the. I guess the game turner that he used to be, which is going to happen when you're, how old is he now, 47? Yeah, 30, 32, 33. And yeah. I think he had a lot of surgery off-season as well. But, I mean, if you're averaging three goals a game, that's a 65-goal season. Yeah. You yeah. take that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, granted, he's still uh, still amazing for the, just those moments. Yeah. Like, if you're a, a footy tragic or you, you go for Sydney Swans because of some reason, he's still worth the price of admission. But it's just funny to see him, I guess, come back to the pack a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah, but I mean, if he's, you know, this is him warming up into the into the year, and you're still getting three goals a game out of him. Um, you, you, you've got to be happy with it. And the, the fact is, the Swans aren't playing good up the ground. Yeah, no. They're stagnant through the midfield. Um, they're just lacking some. I don't know if it's creativity, but or, or spread. But the, there's such slow ball movement that, um, especially late in this game, you can see Buddy Franklin was trying to give away a free kick. Yeah, especially yeah. in the last quarter, he was just getting frustrated, and you go, I. I was watching him going, just don't get reported because you're giving away a free kick. Yep. That is without a doubt. Let's just try and not get – and he gave away um, a free kick and a 50. And you're like, hopefully you're, that's sated, <laughs> that, yeah, uh, that bloodlust for him. <laughs> you're right with the movement, though. They have a lot more loopy handballs. And traditionally, Sydney were that bullet pass handball and quick movement. Like, yeah. snap, 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 and uh, all of a sudden they, they got space. They'd always have a free runner. Like, the ball would be on the boundary line because they love the boundary line. Yep. And they'd always have a free runner going through the guts. And you go, I don't know how, where that came from. But it used to be – They'd bullet pass it, like keep it like two meters in the air max. Yeah. And then they'd get it and run. But now they loop it up to four meters in the air, giving the defender time to match up or intercept. And I think the Swans just lost a little bit of run with some of the players they've lost and just through age. Yeah. Uh, they don't have uh, enough fringe players that are quick in order to be able to free up uh, forward line players, if that makes sense. So when you're coming off the back line, oh. you need your hard in and under players, which they've always had an abundance of. But they used to have some outside running players like Jetta ran on the boundary line, who was yeah. one you could always put it down there, and you know he's going to get onto it. We're not having a mid-season draft this year, are we? Uh, of Sample and Waffle and VFL players, there is, yeah. I was going to say, they might be able to get Hanbury back. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's the one good move they've made. You know, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're pretty happy with that off one. the books, oh, it's amazing. Um, but what about the Crows? Uh, Tex kicked a couple of nice big ones. Um, apparently won a slab of lemon ruskies off Buddy for kicking one from the boundary line. <laughs> Did he really? Fair enough. That's what he told uh, Radio <laughs> in um, uh, Adelaide. Adelaide. Can you even buy lemon ruskies anymore? <laughs> I didn't know. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I, I thought you had to show your ID to get them, and if you're over 18, they won't sell them to you. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure that's it. This, this is the armour. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I would believe that they solely stay in business because of Texas pub. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. You know, the armour, they still got lemon ruskies and there you are. Uh, the well, sub-zeros yeah, with the West, West Coast callers. The story was, apparently he said, you know, oh, uh, Buddy said nobody else can kick the goals from here except for me, and he went, oh, do you want to put a case of beer on it? Hang on, no, you don't drink beer, do you? You drink cruises. Or how about lemon ruskies? So and I, I think I remember last time um, Adelaide played up in Sydney, he had a bit of a 
nice um, words back and forth with Buddy. Oh, the same vein, you know, yeah, just yeah. having a, a nice little yeah. bit of banter, not digs at each other. Just, I mean, it's a bit cheeky for text too. I mean, if he loses that bet, he, has, he can pay wholesale. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> yeah. fuck. Or just give, also... him, give him a voucher. So <laughs> you have to come pick it up. <laughs> a bit rough. Free with one main meal. It's a bit rough saying he doesn't drink beer when he, he, he got fined for drinking beer on the stands. No, no, no. Buddy, no, buddy doesn't drink beer. All oh, right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, that's uh, maybe that's his old man does. Oh, and two for the Swans, and I think every bloody body said it that uh, I think the last six times they finished zero and two, they've still made finals. And, yeah, yeah, that won't happen yeah. this year. And just looking at the Crows contributors, it was everything you expect from their core yep. midfield range and a couple of extras that popped up. It was good to see uh, Malera getting a couple of games consistency in a row. Uh, he's Miller. always had the talent, and he's been yeah, Miller. Uh, he's I don't know, he's been the one that looks like he's Malera. either too tall to be a, a small running player and sort of not big enough to be a, a tall, strong player. But he's bit, always had good skills. A little bit maligned at times as well. But it looks like yeah. he's starting to get that confidence and um, security in, yeah. in, you know, in his place in the 22. And he's like, oh, I can just go out and play now. Yeah. And also, like, with Charlie Cameron going up to uh, Brisbane, mm. freed up some space for him to be able to make, in, make another team more consistently as well. Yeah, fuckers could have kept him. Yeah. yeah. But um, no, Adelaide looked good. Yeah, I thought they looked all right. Uh, they're going to struggle this week, though, because... Um, Big sauce bottle um, did himself a mischief in this one, so he might be out for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, on to one of the most talked about games of the weekend, Essendon and St Kilda. Um, I don't think we need to cover off the incident with the two or three players running off, running over the ball. I think it's got enough coverage. Oh, no, no. Uh, educate me. <laughs> that'll be shown for years to come. Yeah. Um, and it was one of those ones uh, I was um, – when I was watching the game, an old man was in the other room watching something else. I don't know what he was doing. And I said, all right, come on. You've got to see this because you'll love this. Yeah. I showed him, he goes, that's the bullshit. About- Why do they have to run off all the time? They're, they're footballers. You've got to get the bloody Damn science the bloody out of it. Yeah. yeah. I thought, yeah, I, I knew exactly what I was going for. And I thought, yep, there you go. That's I feel like it. he'd be awesome for Gogglebox if there was an AFL version. <laughs> uh, it's just every, you know. 65-year-old boomer. You know, yeah. Maybe have that. Just have a whole person. room of them. Watch them all out uh, outrage each other. Yeah. You say yeah. that. How do you know Gogglebox isn't that? You ever seen an episode? No. Exactly. <laughs> it could be that. You don't know. I, I've seen the film clips. <laughs> yes, of course you have. Um, thank you to play with heart, I'd say. I'd say there's still a little bit of um, skill lacking. Um, they had pride, which is unusual, to be honest. In Saint, Jesus, they tried hard. Yeah, yeah. Well, they didn't have, have us fans though. Yeah. <laughs> still pretty uh, empty. Uh, yeah, uh, Gresham was fantastic, um, and uh, the rookie Parker. He's put two games, two good games together now. He's turning into yeah. a bit of a life wire. Yeah, well, he had a good rap on him coming into the season as well. Uh, I think this has been a, a really, really good season for rookies at the moment. There's lots of kids that are ready, if that makes sense. Yeah. They're getting good game time and contributing. Um, really upping, I don't know if it's the results of uh, grassroots development programs the AFL's instituted or if, uh, you know, just a lucky a lucky draft one we haven't seen since the uh, Ablett Hodge. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you what, though, like if you're a St. Kilda supporter and you went to the match, you've got a trifecta of joy there. Like, you know, you got the, the win, obviously. Um, yep. You got uh, some players like the Jacks looking pretty good. And you got an easy exit from the car park because all the Essendon supporters left yeah, yeah. pretty much oh, halfway through the final turn. I, I, I think a lot of them hang around just to boo. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were still there. Um, uh, it, it is interesting now. That that's 0-2 for the Bobbins, but they've, they've looked terrible. Yeah. Um, I, I, honestly, I don't think anybody else has looked more terrible than the Bobbins and does bring a joy to my heart. And it's already put Woosher under the pump. So much so that there was even talk about what if James Hurd came back, which is ludicrous because yep. it's never going to fucking happen. Yep. No, let's be honest. Like amazing football brain can yeah, definitely just not going to happen. Uh, could definitely do the job it's, from a football perspective. It's a bit like but, OJ Simpson wanting to get back with his missus. Yeah, there are problems there, mate. Well, there's very fatal problems. But um, I think it's the same with James Hurd. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're a player, you can't trust him, and that the primary. Uh, goal of the coach should be player welfare. You need to look after you because they're going to go out there and bleed for you. They're going to play hurt. Yeah. They need to know that you're not going to send them out to do something that will have you know, uh, I, I, ramifications out of proportion with what they're doing. Yeah, I don't think we need to explain why James Hurd shouldn't be coaching. I, I think it's self-evident. <laughs> well, no, you say that, but how often do you say, oh, you know, he's done his time, let him back in. No. Uh, all right, no. mate, uh, let him back in. I, let him coach your son. No, no, I, I think he'd be fine as, you know, uh, maybe an assistant at best. 
or you know a forward scout or a list manager, like fantastic. He's never going to be head coach again. I don't no. know. Why bring it up? It, it simply <laughs> will not happen. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. If you have him as a consultant or uh, probably not assistant, like not a direct assistant coach, but maybe a, a midfield coach or a forward coach or something like that, you know, a line coach. Yeah. Uh, you could tap so much uh, knowledge about the game. It, it, it'd be brilliant to any team. But you're not giving him any authority. It's just not going to happen. No, so you're saying you don't want him as coach? Uh, yeah, Millionaire five big, years. Big call of true. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's good for the Saints. Uh, two games, you know, they've won already. I I thought they would win two games all year. So yep. they're already well ahead of that. And I mean, it's terrible seeing Essen lose like that. Terrible. <laughs> so <laughs> terrible. I do. I, I do. Need, I needed to watch this game, but I was on. Uh, I was at work, but I was far along on my phone, and I thought it must have been really windy until I realised it was <laughs> at, at, Marvel. at Marvel. Yeah. It, I do love how Essendon are the new Collingwood. I swear. Oh, they've always been there. I mean, you just hate Collingwood as well. I honestly hate them less, like mainly because of uh, Mason Cox. You know, he's a good bloke. Um, I don't think there's anyone at Essendon I really like. <laughs> like, there's some players I admire, like Zaharakis, but yeah, Danaher has that shitty moustache that I can't stand. <laughs> yeah. Um, Orazio Fantasia, I don't like BT's love affair with him. Yeah. So that's not his fault, I guess, but I'll blame him for it anyway. Well, that's ruined many a player. Yeah. You know, the commentators. Yeah. Um, Overlove Parker um, Put that ad um, And I'm sure there's other players I dislike too Do we actually like anyone from Essen? Uh, oh, the Doctor Yeah uh, no, Doc Reed. Reed. Poor old Doc Reed. He's, Doc Reed He's not, yeah, he's yeah. not doctoring really? this year yeah, right, he's, yeah. he's got some uh, So he was the one I liked So yeah, got yeah, some trouble himself oh, So yeah. now I can stick the boots variant Clear the way for her to come back there That's what's <laughs> happened <laughs> or, or Sheeds I'd like to see that yeah, Sheeds no, is a yeah. caretaker there's, there's no Essen players I like no. Even Heppel. I'm like, nah. Indifferent. Yeah. Uh, so uh, enjoyable was uh, this game that uh, halfway through the Port Adelaide-Carlton game, <laughs> yes. Carlton started singing the, the uh, St. Kilda song and Port Adelaide fans joined in. Yeah. Because <laughs> they really? Yeah, 100% they did. Shit. And uh, you know why? Because <laughs> fuck, isn't it? Yeah. That was pretty much their reasoning. <laughs> that's awesome. I like Carlton are 0-2, but they're like, yep. yep. So it's you a, bastards. That, that's a win. <laughs> but we're not on the bottom. Cats. Yep, fuck it. I can't wait for Essendon v Carlton, the Battle of the O's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in a few weeks or whenever it is. Um, but uh, Port Adelaide v Carlton. Port Adelaide may be the most impressive side in, in round one. Um, come out. And I thought did enough without being overly impressive. And I don't know if that was a little bit of uh, the shine came off Port or if Carlton were trying just really, really hard and, and you know did some good things. Well, I think as soon as Jack Watts were, went down, they realised there was not uh, going to be no more banter about tits and swimming in the club rooms. Uh, it, it is a shame. I think that is the big loss of it, really. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah. We've uh, lost uh, mentioning tits and swimming on every time he has a good I game. I know, but he's got a lot of free time now. So. <laughs> yeah, if you can't swim with a cast on. Do you, reckon, could... do you reckon he's learned to sign out of his messenger, though? <laughs> I fucking hope so. Um, I'm just assuming he's not with his missus anymore because she did seem to, you know, burn the house down on the way out. Yeah, I feel like he's one that moves on quick. <laughs> I, I, well, even before the time was due, some might say. He's just taking the season one lap yeah. at a time. Yeah, uh, oh, the poor bastard. I mean, you don't like to see that. And that looks like a yeah. pretty poor injury. It looked um, like it was the tibia and fibula because the leg was wobbly. Just a little wobbly, wasn't it? Yeah, so if you do one, they can normally reinforce the other with like yeah. a, a rod, and you, you're back walking in like a week, and then you might be running in a, a month or whatever. Yeah, that looks like a season. Well, it's dangerously close to what um, Tommy Mitchell has done. You know, he broke mm. broke both bones down there, and that's automatic season. But um, just, uh, just some CBD and stem cells. That's it. So what, what he should do is get a mid season uh, mid season trade to Hawthorne. Get healed up and then come back. <laughs> Fucking, we, we could bring them back from the dead at the middle, I reckon. But yeah, anyway, we'll get to that. Um, the uh, horrible injuries continue as well. Not just Jack Watts, but Charlie Kerno looks like he's done a couple of a uh, couple of weeks out with a knee now. Knee so now, just yeah, another he's got, one. He's got no no shoulders now, and knees gone. Um, not going well for not him. looking good. See, I'm fucking, I actually really like watching Kerno play. Yeah, he was shit house last week. Honestly, he might have he been was, worst on ground. I, but I was hopeful. Yeah, the year before he was nearly best on ground. So, um, and, and he's a genuine uh, fun player to watch. He's like a, a comparing to Dugowie, um He's probably not as bulky, not as direct, I guess, but he. Is an exciting player when the ball's in the area. Really? He's got a good seven inches on Dugowie as yeah, well. Yeah, I'm trying to figure helps. out what, what actually you compared him to to go, to go with. Well, I guess yeah. it's their ability to to make a, a five-point lead and just take that screamer. 
because they're both very good one one grab marks. Uh, I'd say to go is probably a better set shot. Yeah, but it's Carlton. You know, you handy, handicap it. Yeah, take what you get. I guess. With, yeah, with Carlton. I mean, when you're looking for highlights in a game and you're watching a Carlton game, he's one of them. Yeah, um, that's true. Many times I've mentioned the second year Blues, and I firmly believe in them. Um, Weedering's coming into his third year this year, and it looks like he's fully put him behind him. He, he started to look pretty solid down there. Yeah, I reckon he's one or two years off being uh, a premier fullback um, for him. And that's what they need as well. Yeah. I think uh, Petrovsky Seaton, he was the same uh, draft as Weedering, yeah? I could be. I'm not sure. He actually looked pretty good. Is he, is he uh, shaved the rat's tail? As well, I think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's a good thing in the AFL this year. You have a bit of a haircut, get rid of the ridiculousness, and yep. come back in and uh, you've got a bit going on. I mean, look what they got. Sam Walsh, who's first-year player. I think he's mature. Um, yeah. Coming in, killing it. That's a good little call you've got there at Carlton said, to build something on. It's there. It's yep. there. Hopefully they got the patience with them. Yep. And also uh, McGovern. I thought he played solid, solidly enough what yep. you expect from him. Yep. Um, Keep a couple of goals. Like we said, I think I'd be surprised if he spent too much time up forward. I think he'll be a multi-position player and, and go around where he's needed for match-up purposes. Yeah. On Sam Walsh, that kid is going to be something. Yeah. He got hit fair upside the head with a puberty stick. Yeah, and this this game was really about showcasing the young talent that both sides had because even yeah. on the port side, you had... Oh, uh, Professor Chaos. Oh, Professor Chaos. He's been <laughs> but killing it. Yep. He's been doing well. Uh, Dersma as well. He had a great game. He Pal Pepper. Will Drew. Pal Pepper, I thought, had some great moments too. Yeah, is he third year as well? Third year now. Yeah. Yeah. So but he's... He's building every season. He looks like a, a, a genuine option now. Yeah, yeah. he still could look after the footy a, bit, a little bit better, I think. But, yeah, uh, he does look, fade in and out of games a bit. But, uh, you know, in, in that midfield, it's going to be fucking hard to break into. Um, Wines out at the moment does help him. but It was good that um, Carlton at least put up a bit of a fight. You know, had a bit of a comeback yep. um, in, the, in the third there. And Daisy Thomas is playing a right as well. Yep, that's um, it. They didn't give up. That's what you want to see out of that yeah, squad. That's all you need. Yeah, That's some pride. Um on the other end of the scale, uh, Geelong versus Melbourne down at the Cattery, and Melbourne got done by 80 oh, points and somehow played better than they did the week before. Yep. I don't understand this one. I don't understand that either. But so It's going to be one of the anomalies of, of this season is Melbourne, if they well, keep on going on this trajectory, why, what happened? It's I, going to I, be the Fremantle. I said like, at the start of the year, like everyone's thinking big things for Melbourne. I, I predicted big things for them as well. Then they signed Goodwin to an extension before round one. I went, dumbest mistake you ever made, yeah. you're going down. Yeah, they've gone zero and two and looked terrible. How many years was it? Uh, another couple. I'm All not right, sure. so it wasn't yeah. six years like Ross Lyon got or something. No, stupid. no, it was a good couple though. Nine but years. you don't extend contracts before round one. No, no. You wait till mid year. The weird thing is, I think the rule changes suit them most. You, you would have thought so, but I think that they um, limped over the line in the end of the year last year and with a lot of sore bodies and they had apparently the most surgeries of any team in the AFL over the off season. Well, because right. all their fans are surgeons. Go look after them. <laughs> yeah, 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 there's that too. Um, but you can't come into the season with injured players and put them out there and say, well, they'll, they'll catch up. Well, if they're, not, they're injured, if they're carrying injuries, they don't play. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't care how important they are. Um, I did find it funny too during the week. Um, obviously, in round one, Max Gorn got a touch-up and played yep. pretty shit. And then uh, Chris Scott came out and said, oh, look, you know, I know uh, Max Gorn didn't handle the body on body too well, but we won't play that sort of game. I'm like, mate, Bullshit. you're <laughs> full of shit. Like, I, I'm pretty sure uh, Chris Scott gave him hip and shoulder on the way out. To the, <laughs> he, he was never one shy to put the body on, as Nick Revolt can attest. And I dare say any player he coaches would be uh, screamed at if he avoided a body. Yeah. So that's bullshit. They uh, definitely gave a pair. And you have to. If, if you know he does like the rough stuff, despite being... 610 or whatever he is, yep. you are going to put the rough stuff on him. But that you, you've touched on a very sore point for the Scott brothers because that was actually Chris Johnson um, that, that did that with Nick Rewell and Mal Michael. And uh, it's whatever. been brought up several times because both of them have been blamed for it. I've seen them. <laughs> I've seen it mentioned on like on the couch. And I can't remember if it was Brad or Chris. You should see him go. Oh. <laughs> the international it's rules game, man, whatever. Yeah. Uh, that was definitely them. Um, there's, uh, I can't remember which one, though. Uh, Oliver was good, Brayshaw was good, and that was it, I thought, for Melbourne. They yep. had 72 inside 50s and scored 40 points, Jeez, 46 that's points. absolutely disgusting. Isn't it? Disgusting. But it means you've got the ball in, in the midfield. Yep. You're just delivering shit and your forwards are doing shit. So you're saying having a, a full forward that's fairly mobile might be handy for him? Like, uh, I don't know, maybe a Jesse, Jesse Hogan, Hogan type? Jesse Hogan would be all right. <laughs> uh, they've loaded up in their back line with, obviously, a lever one year and May the next. Um, yep. Now May's out uh, again. Yep. Um, and I don't think Lever's back yet. Uh, but 
what's his name, Oscar McDonald up forward. It's just it's not natural for him. No, he's had a couple of I good games Tom. last year. Um, I think both of them, but I, I, I've got a feeling that yeah, the both of them run up there. It might you might. I be think right. Tom's playing Tom. the, the tall forward, and um, Oscar sometimes moves up in the small uh, small mobile forward sort of role. But I think they're still they've got, still got something to give. Um, now there's a couple of players in the midfield that they're saying are injured, like Jones and Viney. Yeah, but I tell you what, Petrarca's been disappointing. He has really disappointing. He looks like a 35 year old. That's how yeah. fast he moves. So, Patton. Yeah. The thing is that they've had a pretty stable midfield for a long time now. These guys should be, you know, finishing each other's sentences. Yeah. They should be, you know, closer than a married couple. I don't know. A lot of Collingwood players finish each other's sentences. Uh, know, yeah. A couple yeah. of years they, here, they, a couple of years there. <laughs> so they finish each other's lines. Yeah. <laughs> but West Coast, that is. This should be. Prime time for them. And look, you know, it's a long season to come. They still will. I, I still don't see the missing finals. They've got too good a list for that. Well, I mean, the good news is they play Essendon next week. So yeah, either way, somebody's going to be 0 3. Spoon bowl already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is a bit early for Belba to start tanking, I think. But, uh, not, uh, not too early for Essendon. They can tank. I do like, though, that um, Braden Proust is, you know, all year we're calling when they're going to put him in, when we can put him in for North Melbourne. They traded him. Two games in at Melbourne, where are they going to put him in? Where are they going to put him in? Yeah. So maybe this week. Who knows? Well, and like we said last week, if uh, your main ruckman's getting an absolute belting and you've got, you know, uh, the Hulk sitting <laughs> in the sheds, uh, give I don't a try. Know, bring him in. Let him come in. Let him belt the shit out of some people and get suspended it's, for a couple of weeks. Especially if come back he's again. not 100%. Yeah. 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 He's not 100%, so you run him in the ruck 100% of the time. Yeah, it's not smart as far as I'm concerned. And who and the that- fuck's going to stand him in when he decides to rest up forward? Yeah. Exactly. Like you're not you're not punching him in the back of the fucking head. Um, I really liked the. It's been covered a lot, but um, uh, Tommy Hawkins heading over the first goal. Um, yeah, to the young lad, Clark. Um, yeah, it's the Clark. That's him. Uh, it's because Clark earned it. Yeah, it, it wasn't yeah. gifted the goal. If you understand, he did yeah. all the hard work up the ground, and it's uh, Tommy Hawkins really got the Joe the Goose and went, mate, uh, you you've earned this. Come yep. and have it. Yeah. Um, but it also showed how little pressure they were under. Well, yeah. Exactly, and just look at how many contributors they had. Like, I mean, Dowhouse has been playing great so far, yep. and they don't even need him. Yeah, <laughs> like Gary Rome, yeah. brilliant. Yep, um, Mitch Duncan, even Ablett up forward, kicked three points, but you know, <laughs> it's a start. Yeah, he's he's just getting used to position. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, he'll be anything lot, given it five years. A lot of passengers in Melbourne, though. Like you've got Clayton Oliver pulling forty-four possessions. Yeah, they had yep. uh, they had twenty passengers. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. And you get guys that uh, like College hasn't he? The fuck, five, five touches. Yeah, well, you know, you go Mate, off you playing at? You at least put something in. And uh, Frost was another one too. I thought when they picked him up, he'd be a really uh, pretty interesting option around back, uh, coming from Collingwood. But as a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B two B, and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B two B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Tom... No, not. There's a couple of boys there too, like um, Bailey Fritch um, and a couple of others I can't recall right now. Look like they need to hit the weights room a little bit more. Like, yeah. you, you don't want to yeah. be um, bolted down like Petrarca, but there's got to be a happy medium between yeah. those boys and and Petrarca. I think maybe Bruce was in there and they were just intimidated. It could be. Could be. Yeah. I'm running with that. A bit more. Um, but Geelong are the goods. If you're trying to pick a, uh, who's going to make the prelims um, from here, uh, I, I think that Collingwood, Geelong, West Coast is pretty easy, and then you can um, have arguments about the f- the fourth one. Yeah, it's going to be hard to change from that. Yeah. All right, we'll move on to the next one then. Uh, Eagles uh, did a number over the Giants um, at home. 
Um, starting to get a few of their players back, Eagles. They're nearly at um, uh, full complement. Yeah. Um, this week, Gaff comes back. So they're mm-hmm. just easing into the season. Complete form turnaround from week one, though. Like They were pretty insipid, uh, got to say. Yeah, Brisbane were good. Um, but yeah, they were on the on their heels, I thought, in yeah. the Brisbane game. That was never going to happen at home. No, and that's fair enough. Uh, it is a bit rough for the you know, reigning premiers to travel in week one too, but you know you, you can't get the red carpet treatment all the time. Yeah, whatever. You travel every second week, it's going to happen. So, yeah. Um, but no, I thought you know GWS missing a few players too, but uh, West Coast just they they never look like losing it. I mean, I know there was a a bit of a fight back in the second quarter, but from halftime on, just. They, were, no, they, they knew it. No, they were always on top. Um, they had uh, men everywhere um, and plenty of options. Uh, Shuey was great uh, yeah. again. Um, their kids are starting to stand up as well because they've um, you know, had a few retirements and um, whatnot over the off-season trades and, and the like. Um, so they're having a chance to get some lads in to, to yeah. show some toe. Well, look, the other one for me too, Darling's been a bit of an up-and-down player for a couple of years now. Uh Kicks a, a nice four, but the telling part for me was he had three tackles. That's more than he's he's <laughs> hit in uh, well probably his first three seasons. Well, more than usual, yeah. But uh, he he looks really good. It looks like the grand final is exactly the game he needed to actually find his uh, his mental home, if you like. Yeah. Uh, six marks as well, which from a bloke his size you'd expect, but uh, still top game for him. Um, but Eagles would be very happy that uh, Kennedy was back on the park. Um, yeah. I don't think he played in the first six rounds last year or, or, or thereabouts. Um, so even if he's not going to play um, for the rest of the, the the whole season from here, you know, if he's four weeks in, have a rest, four weeks yeah. in, have a rest, they're going to be happy with that. Yeah. Just easing into it very nicely. You see uh, Petrosel's goal too, Sonic the Hedgehog style. Got some toe, doesn't he? He, he literally looked like Sonic, just those legs whirling, the boots flying along and just, nut. Nah, fuck it, I'm going. And you love to see it. I, you know, I don't even like West Coast that much, but I'd watch that play again, as long as it's not against my team. <laughs> yeah, I was say, he's only, uh, was it, four or five games into his career. Um, so he's already shown everyone that he's got a trick. Yeah, give him license to do it again. Yeah, of course he's going to. Of course they're going to. Uh, especially with you know, some really sensible heads around them, um, around that midfield. He's got the, the license to, all right, mate, away you go, off you go. Yeah. Um, so no, they're they're looking fine. The Eagles, um, the uh, Premiership defence is going to be going a long way. Um, on to the Sunday, uh, Kangaroos and the Lions. Um, what's going on? What's going on with the Kangas? Well, you have eight players out there who've got less than two games in the Guernsey. It's always going to be hard to have a gel. Um, you know, a third of the squad hasn't played together, so I think uh, they should have put in a better effort than they did and. They did put in a better effort than round one, but it's still going to be another couple of weeks before we actually see the team come together. Um, that was a good PR response. Yeah, damn you. right. <laughs> and also, I mean, to be honest, there's about three guys that have to be dropped. Um, McDonald didn't hit a target all day. And worse than that, his body language just didn't care. Like he'll, He kicked out on the full under no pressure twice that I saw, and it was just kind of a joke to him. And look... I don't know the bloke. He might take that shit super seriously and then decide to give himself another five hours training in the week. I have no idea. But watching the game, you're just thinking, mate, you don't give a fuck. And that, I think you can handle uh, your team losing a lot better if the team looks like they gave an effort. And I, yeah. I think most of the team did for North. Um, I think the two factors that hurt them were poor disposal from McDonald and a few other blokes. Uh, Simpkin and uh, Turner had their moments too. Um, reliance on Cunnington and Higgins too much. But honestly, they're outcoached. Because yeah. in the final quarter I was watching, the amount of times that uh, Stefan Martin did a back tap to Lockie Neal running around the back, yeah. that's that's yeah. basic ruck work. Like, uh, you know you're going to at least, if not win the tap, Goldstein's only tapping forward, so you're just going to let him sort of control that tap. He uh, runs his tagger into a block, has space, Picks the ball right behind, runs out in open space, finds a forward 50 entry. Yeah. Now, the easy block to that is <coughs> move a bloke into the space you're expecting to run into. Yeah. That's that's under 12's coaching. Um, Brad Scott's a better coach than I'm going to be. I'm, I'm not disputing that at all. But put a fucking man on him. <laughs> like, it, it's not... It's not you can sometimes be a bit too clever with coaching, I think, yeah. and think, oh, well, we're going to... We'll move this back here. We'll, uh, we'll protect this tap. We'll do that. No, if you get a bloke who's 
pulling in more centre uh, breaks than your entire team, stop him. Um, it's 44 posies for uh, Lockie Neal. Uh, I've seen him get 40-plus for um, Frio quite a number of times, but yeah. he, he didn't look as damaging getting 40 touches um, for Frio as he did on this one. He was uh, a seven-goal player. It was one of his better games, yeah. I, I thought. There's just no no two ways around it. I thought Daniel Rich are coming back into some good form as well, um, especially just the way he went about it. Like, really his possession sort of uh, breakdown, there's 20 kicks. Yeah. That's exactly what you want Daniel Rich to do when he gets the ball, is kick it, because he is yeah. fucking he, huge kick. He's like a, a, a fitter Stewie Jew. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. And, you know, that... Brisbane have uh, assembled a really good spot. Cam Rayner. Yeah. That guy is yeah. an out-and-out superstar. Um, he's second year, yeah? We're talking second-year blues? He ain't having him. No, he's not. No. He's, he's going well so far. Um, he looks like he's just 2% off everything um, bef- before coming an absolute superstar. Um, he's got all the tools there, and sometimes it's you know, the kick's just off or, or something like that. But as soon as that clicks, and you know it's going to, yeah. like, he's a potential for... You know, top three player in the competition in, in a couple of years' time. Well, it's like uh, someone took uh, a Michael Voss-style player yeah. but just told him, you just kick goals, mate. Yeah, yeah you play out forward. Don't, yeah. don't worry about this midfield shit. Um, the, the big O as well, Oscar uh, McInerney. Um, he kicked two goals in very quick succession and almost a third. Um, sort of took the wind out of the sails, I thought, a, a little bit. for the... He definitely did. And I think uh, a big part of it was they had no matchup for him. Mackay yeah. um, was on him for a fair bit and, you know, Second game, lad, and to be honest, he hasn't really set the world afire there. But he just uh, just could not position himself well. Harsh on a second gamer? Jesus. Well, it's one of those the things... Has, has to fall, the yeah. <laughs> It's a harsh world out there, kid. You've got to learn. You've got to learn. Well, sometimes that happens... Well, it happens a fair bit, actually. You see a player have a, a shit first couple of games in their rookie season, and it takes being dropped to realise, all right, that's what it takes. That's what I need to work towards. And very few players can go in from their rookie game and continuously, you know, finish yeah. the season out. And I, th- I think he's one of those blokes that has to go back, um, which is unfortunate because he, he looks like he could be something if he can just maybe get his head right or yep. maybe it just maybe it might just be a gel thing, uh, gelling with Tarrant and uh, Thompson down there. But he, he didn't do himself any favours with this match. I think he might have one more match in him before they go, all right, lad, uh, we're trying a, someone else. Let's have a rest and see how you go. Just get some form. Yeah, maybe yeah, I'll drop Mason Woods make. back there. That worked for Tarrant, I don't know. All right, on to Hawthorne and the Doggies. Um, I'm not going to talk about umpires because I find that boring. Um, and I think everything's I, I been said. <laughs> my highlight from this match was um, from where we're recording now is in my back room. I can hear my neighbours uh, when they get particularly vocal. And the neighbours is a, a Bulldogs tragic and I could hear sort of muttering throughout yeah. the, most of the game because I was watching it on my uh, laptop here. And then I hear, Dow, Dow, they've kicked another one. Come in. <laughs> we might get this. And it's like, Dow, Dow, get back in. They've got four in a row. Dow. And she's losing her fucking mind. That's what I love. Like, uh, it's those moments when you're like, all right, this is why I follow footy because they got no fucking business winning this match. Yeah. But they're oh, gonna. Oh, look, I thought it was a great heel turn by the umpires <laughs> to really get, get their tag team partners, uh, you know, with the, with the loss. But you want to see a person's character, see how they handle a win when they get the absolute rub of the green. Because very yeah. few of them will be like, oh, we didn't deserve it. Like, fuck yeah! Fuck yeah, I got a flag and, out and of it. And you know what? I would fucking do exactly the same. I'm not <laughs> pretending I'm some moral superior. I yeah. would absolutely yeah. take those free kicks. I want to say it was McRae. Um, who on radio this morning he said, you know, I don't think it was a free kick, but I'm no Adam Gilchrist. I'm fucking taking it. <laughs> Good on you, champ. Yep. If you're on my team, I'd say the exact same fucking thing. Um, but it was one of those funny games. Like Hawthorne had no right to be in the game at halftime. I think there was, yeah. in the second quarter, it was something like uh, 20 inside 50s to four. And yep. Hawks went in with a four-point deficit. Um, so... I, I really liked uh, Clarkson at the end of the game. He said, no, no, don't worry about the umpires. The better team won. Like It would have been yeah. a tragedy if we won that game. Yeah. Um, but uh, when you kick eight goals in a row and nine goals in the last quarter. And they did it easy. Yeah. But yeah. it was a result of some injuries that really uh, were linchpins in Hawthorne's defense as well. Uh, midfield. Midfield. Midfield, really. I mean. So um, Bergwijn went down? Uh, Liam Shields and uh, yeah, Bergwijn. Shields, that's right. Yeah. And, you know, how can we be expected to win a game in the last five minutes when Bergwijn's on the bench? Because yeah. that's what we do. Yep. We go, yep. all right, game's in trouble. Bergwijn, go there do something. Go. Yep. Um, you didn't have that card to play. Um, I think that might be one of those things, too, that's kind of showing that, you know what, Silk, maybe it is the last year. Because yeah. it wasn't a big injury that, you know, mm. happened and because he got a knock or anything. It was just, yeah. I, I need you off. Done your hammy, have you? All right, yeah. 
that's what his year is going to be. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, you need three weeks off now. Let's have a few more games and you're going to need some time off. Yeah. That's just I, – at the start of the year, I thought, no, nah, he can go around again. Yeah. Now you go, oh, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. Well, I think for the Bulldogs, um, Bonspil and Libertore, they're, they're paired up beautifully. Uh, seven tackles each too. Yeah. Which yeah. is massive for them. Like, if you've got midfielders that can get the ball and they got you – know, 26 and 28 touches, which is hey, still bloody yeah. good. Libba's goal was a freak too. Wasn't it? Yeah. Beautiful. An important time as well. And it's a weird I, unit. I love those goals when it's right, the camera's in the perfect yeah. position right yeah. behind them. And you can see it. He's not off balanced. He hasn't yeah. got connected it right. It's gone gun barrel straight. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard not to like Liver because he's just such a... Lives his unique, life, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he got Homer on one bicep. He got the other character that we talked about. Yeah. It, it's just a weird unit. Um, if he wasn't playing football, he'd probably be selling meth. But maybe still does. Maybe. <laughs> say, they're, they're not mutually <laughs> yeah. exclusive. Down at Frankie Cotzo's. Um, <laughs> Frank Cotzo. <laughs> but he's loving. And it's great to see him and uh, Bond get some actual field time together. Yeah, yeah. Because they've been either one's been injured or suspended, or whatever, for a bit now. Or been a dickhead. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, there is that. But when they're both on, geez, it looks like uh, the old Selwood Ablett show. Yeah. No, I reckon Bontempelli plays his best footy against Hawthorne, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, uh, Shaki's best game of his career, too. Yeah. Kicked some important goals yeah. at important times. I thought it was pretty cheeky putting Caleb Daniel down at fullback. <laughs> Poor bastard. <laughs> he must be going crook. Yeah. He was. He, he lost one-on-ones against McAvoy, against yeah, Ruffhead. Ruffhead. <laughs> and to be honest, I don't know if was Ruffhead... literally hanging off Ruffhead. <laughs> <laughs> Even Ruffy turned around and had a bit of a yeah. giggle at that one. Um, I don't know if there are many other one-on-ones that Ruffy would win these days, <laughs> but Caleb Daniel, uh, he's got him sorted. I, I would assume his natural nature would be Piopolo. <laughs> well, yeah, probably like midget racing. Probably just hangs around the forward fifty these days. I mean, that's his job. Yeah, yeah to Caleb Daniel there as well. I mean, it makes more sense to put him on roughhead. Yep. Well, I thought uh, Amira had a very good game as well. He's trying to fill in that role that Titch has left. Um, so he was very serviceable. Thirty touches and a goal. The ball forward. Yeah. yeah, also Warple has been you know, massive for the Hawks in the first two rounds as well. Um, so there are good signs for the Hawks. Obviously, Scrimshaw being a younger, young kid, yeah, he's, he's stepped up. He's, right. to- he's yeah. one I've talked up a bit. Um, yeah, one of the few Hawthorns. Been impressed um, with him so far. Your old mate, though, Sicily, he had a few moments. No, i got no problem um, with what happened. Like, like I said, we've, everyone's spoken about the, the free kick that was given out dead in front of goal. The next free kick was 100% there. And I reckon he knew that, but he... A bit like Buddy early on. He's like, I'm giving away a 50 here. I don't yep. fucking care. Yeah. I'm, this is my frustration. <laughs> I'll show you. That was definitely a free kick, <laughs> yep. and this is definitely a 50. Fucking yep. take that. Um, look, and the game was over by that stage anyway. Uh, yeah. I just thought, yeah. I, I just do love some of those players. It reminds me of the um, Cool Bill Hunting thing. He's like, I'll give you 50. I'll take the 50, because fuck you, that's why. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, uh, Ricky Henderson was, was all right, too. But, you know, was, we didn't do the... Um, season previews for uh, a couple of teams, and Hawthorne was one of them. Um, and a couple of things I wanted to mention about that is... Uh, we can't... How long it takes time. to do those, <laughs> yeah. do those reviews? Yeah. Um, Amira uh, was, is my pick for the Brownlow for this year. Yep. He might not have any votes yet. Oh, he's probably got one or two. God damn, he looks huge. Yeah, he does. He, <laughs> he looks really big. bulked up. Um, he is... Uh, a massive fucking unit. Still managed to keep his tan while moving to Melbourne as well. <laughs> hard to do. Yeah, he's, he's done well. Um, but I was just thinking, looking at the Hawthorne list, and I don't think they're playing finals this year. Well, but, none of us tipped and play finals. Just, no. you know, instead of the preview, we can just say that. Yeah, we can just yeah. say that. Um, but you have a look at the list. You know, you've got um, Birchall to come back in. He's an all-Australian backman. Yeah. Tom Mitchell, of course. He's an all-Australian uh, midfielder. And Wingard's due to come back in soon. He's yeah. an all-Australian forward. Yeah. That's not a bad list at the end of the day. Did we not get an All-Aussie? Oh, I forgot that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I remember going across the islands for a punch-on. So. No, no, but you made All-Australian as, as well. Yeah. 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 Um, but anyway, I, I still think there's a couple of players in there that are not quite standard yet. Well, how Scully turns out is going to be interesting. Like, uh, come back as soon as he fucking is. played. Yeah, I don't think it matters if it turns yeah. out. They get something out of him. It's, a, it's a positive. Um, when he was fully up and running at uh, GWS, he was averaging something like 95% of game time. And for a midfielder, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, he only played, I think, fifty or sixty on the weekend, so he's just getting into it. So you're saying GWS used him up? Yeah, uh, god damn, they did. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's uh, those medicos down there. Oh, like, if it came out in a few years, you find out that they've been, you know, cloning 
shit and you know they've got their own lab you go okay i can understand but it's still worth it uh, yeah like you know. the prestige like they just do uh, that could be disappearing man one guy gets drowned <laughs> yep i'd understand it it makes sense it's i mean you wouldn't put it past jeff kennett would you um so that could be it i'm but pretty anyway. sure he knows hugh jackman as well so maybe <laughs> let him in on the secret i just want to see them discover that laboratory like, no no could it's be. not meth we're just cloning players <laughs> it's all good. um final game of the year sons and dockers um <laughs> final, final game of the round final game of the round thomas like yeah what they said um I love this uh, three-quarter time score. Four goals, 16. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After kicking naught goals, eight. In yeah. the... At that point, you may as well start aiming at the points just to see what happens. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> You've got to change something. So. Watch this. I keep my eyes closed. You'll never hit it. Yeah. yeah. Not helping with the eyes open. How, like, last week, Freo looked like world beaters. Um, just every, everything they did went right. And North played poorly, don't get me wrong, but Freo looked good. Let's not get too carried away there. One. <laughs> they they came back down to not Perth. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I agree. I thought this started to look like the old Frio, unfortunately. Um, but the, there was a one stage in that third quarter where... Can you have a round one win hangover? <laughs> maybe. Frio could. Um, you know, they scored 140 last week. Like, yeah. that would have taken it out of them. Yep. They just wanted That's to borrow a few of those points of this week. Um, the, the ball went into Gold Coast forward line in the third quarter and didn't get past the centre square for a good seven and a half minutes of game time. Jeez. That's how many repeat entries they had. Didn't score a fucking goal, <laughs> but it just shows that they're not moving the ball well out of full-back. Uh, there's plenty of problems in the Freo team, let's be honest. And obviously, with the way that gameplay has gone for the last couple of seasons of uh, you know getting your small forwards to lock it in, that's an essential of your game plan is how what are your avenues of, for getting quick rebounds from uh, defensive 50. Yep. That's something that you have a plan for and trained all preseason. Yeah. So if they can't do that now, then that's really, really worrying. This is still a tip killer. I, I, I don't think I tipped uh, Saints and Coast to beat anyone but each other. Yeah. And yet they're both having more wins than I expected for the entire season. Now. Yeah, three wins between them right yeah. now. And I, I, yeah. Again, didn't think that they'd make three wins for the season. Um, Sexton, could you recognise him in a police lineup? Yeah, actually, I've been I've been watching um, uh, Sexton for the last couple of years. He sneaks in for a few goals. Nine scoring shots in this game. Jeez. Unfortunately, four goals, five. But um, when you've kicked yeah. your team, what do they only kick? Seven goals or something like that. Yeah. Um, He's kicked a majority and should have kicked yeah. a bag more. He's kicked four goals, five out of seven, 19. Yeah. Um, and I think he backs out. He might be leading. No, he's not leading the Coleman. But I think he kicked two or three last week as well. Uh, if if so, no, he is leading the Coleman. He's, uh, he's got eight. He's one above uh, Cameron and Goey on seven each. There you go. So he, he did uh, kick a bag last week as well. Um, it's a good return from him. You know, he's obviously getting a lot of opportunities uh, making them himself. He should be converting more of them, you'd say, but at least he's getting that spot. And obviously uh, not having um, old mate Lynch there, he's decided to set up. There's a, a, a vacant spot up there. And, and hmm. big uh, Peter Wright, you know, he's, he's kicking uh, big goals up there for him as well. So yeah. um, they've got options, Gold Coast. I, I don't think they've got quite enough uh, uh, the right cattle. Uh, just yeah. yet, but you know what? They're playing with heart. I mean, and they played with heart last week too. They lost by a point. Yeah, I really look forward to seeing who Sexton's going to play for next year because it'll, be, <laughs> it'll be pretty good. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, the thing with uh, Frio on this one, I thought the effort was there, but just not the execution. Um, and yeah. you can see that in that uh, they had two players um, in Brayshaw and Banfield who had 19 tackles between them. Um, Jesus. Uh, that's a lot of chasing, yeah. but unfortunately, that means you haven't got the ball. Yeah, and you know, Bradley Hill kicked the ball 25 times. Bradley Hill is not a good kick. <laughs> he's, no. he's all right. Uh, he's a runner. No, he's, a he's a runner. runner yeah, though. he's a runner. Um, anyway, all right, that wraps up uh, round two. So we're, uh, we'll go quickly and we'll go through what we think is going to happen next week. Um, starting off on Thursday night, cracking game, uh, Crows and the Cats over at Adelaide Oval. Um, I'm glad it's oh, at Adelaide Oval because I think that evens it up a little bit, but the Cats yeah. are flying. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm on Adelaide. I think if it was at uh, GMHBA, I'd be on the – on the Geelong team. But I think Adelaide could do this. I, I think they match up very, very well against each other. I think it'd be fun. I think it'll be fun. But uh, with Sam Jacobs out too, that, I think that takes a bit out of Adelaide. Yeah, I think Geelong will get across the line uh, pretty comfortably. Uh, they don't rate Stanley that much as a Ruckman, so I don't think it's going to hurt them so much. 18th versus 17th on uh, <laughs> Friday night. Spoon Bowl. Um, oh, look, I, I'm going for Melbourne just because I want Essendon to lose. And I know that's normally a poor way to tip, but fuck it. <laughs> I'm going for Melbourne because I think they're actually going to win. Yeah, I think I think Melbourne. Um, but, geez, it, it's it's a tough, tough uh, Saturday morning for whichever team loses, isn't it? 
Well, the other yep. thing, I, who's going to rough Gorn up? I don't. I Earl don't think Chambers. Nah, I think Gorn has him covered in weight. Oh, maybe I don't know. Maybe I, just, I don't think Gessen have that uh, hard nosed bloke who's going to give a ruckman a, a bit of a rib tickler. It's time to bring uh, Proust in. Uh, I think we said it uh, eighteen times last year, and yeah. saying it again, you know, for the third time this year. So, um, I thought Hurley was all right last week. I thought he was unlucky. Um, so things have got to turn for him without a genuine. Uh, marking forward. You yeah. know how when some players leave your club, you get pissed off at them or whatever? I don't feel that with Proust. I want to see him play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You just want to see him have a chance. I want to see him monster motherfuckers and just ragdoll So that's three Melbournes yep. on that yep. one. Uh, Carlton versus Sydney at Marvel Stadium. I think Carlton are up and about <coughs> and Sydney are struggling, but uh, I ain't picking Carlton. Well, it's, I think both these teams are 0-2 as well, aren't they? Yep. 15th versus 14th. Yes, they're up Absolutely. and about for yeah. Carlton. Look, Carlton could. I don't think they will. Yeah. But they could. They could. Uh, it's away from home for uh, Sydney, though. Oh, they're safe then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, actually, Sydney's second visit to Marvel Stadium um, yeah. for, for, for the year. Yep. Yeah, I, got Look, I think it's one's going across the line. Sure, they can't lose three. And actually, they've played at Marvel Stadium, the home ground of Carlton, more times than Carlton have this year. Probably. Anyway, yeah. there you go. Actually, I was at the, when I was at the game on the weekend, they put a uh, little activation area, which was a climbing wall on the side of the building. Yep. It went all the way to the top. Oh, fuck that. Like, uh, you see people climbing up like a metre or whatever, and I'm like, geez, where the fuck they... I look it up, it goes all the way to the roof. They've got the handholds. I'm like, yeah. Jesus Christ, what sort of wave you have to sign for that, son of a bitch? Yeah, and yeah. they've got the, the ropes and whatnot. Like, it's not just free climbing, but even so. I guarantee, if they haven't already, by the end of the year, they'll have somebody in a Spider-Man costume at the top of it. It'll, <laughs> it'll happen. Well, they've got the little Ant-Man statue up there. Apparently, yeah. Um, so, Sydney... Sydney, yeah, Sydney. I, Sydney got to turn around and Very rarely am I tipping Carlton, even though I want them to do better. Uh, the Giants are hosting Richmond at Giant Stadium. I love it that it's called Giant Stadium, by the way. We didn't I, cover that off before. I think no, Josh I, Kelly's coming back too. Uh, Kelly's back and so is Mumford. Because I was just looking where, where it was. It, says, it just says Giants. I'm like, yeah. that's lazy. Giant Stadium. No, I love it's it. It's changed now. Great. Yeah, um, yeah look, I think Richmond might be a bit cheeky and uh, have a free sausage sizzle at the front of the <laughs> JBS uh, change rooms, which will fuck Mumford up. As long as there's, you know, a, a curtain, you know, just so can, it's also free over here. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. know what we're talking about, mummy. There ain't no swimming, put it that way. The only problem is I think he might have a good game on that shit. Yeah. Uh, you could, you'd have to buy like several packs of snags to fill him up. Um, Jeremy Cameron's been running uh, well the last couple of weeks. He still kicked three goals in a losing effort um, last weekend. Um, who goes to him? Because Grimes is not playing. Rance is obviously not playing. So Astry's got to look after Has to. Cameron. That's going to be a tough ask. Unless you decide to, I don't know, put someone like McIntosh back on him. Yeah. But then you lose that forward there, But they've still got like a couple of, uh, who's the youngster we got? He's still underdone, yeah. but maybe they'll give him a run. Bolter or, or yeah, Garthwaite? Bol- no, uh, Garthwaite, that's the yeah. one. Yeah, you can chuck him in there. Also, there's, there's, I don't know, maybe you could try Markov in the back line. Yeah. Something like that. It's dangerous, though. Yeah, very dangerous. Well, you might stab someone. Um, the Lions are hosting Port Adelaide. Um, Ooh, I, I really game. like this game. Yeah. Because Port are a bit up and down. Lions have been quite consistent. Lions have got a lot of confidence. And the problem with Port is their midfield doesn't rock up, and well, Brisbane's I mean, are on fire. Yeah, Rockcliffe had 40-odd last week. Yeah, um, yeah, first, first one. And so. Ollie Wines could be back for this game. And I might base my tip on Ollie Wines. If he's in, I'll tip Port. I'm on Brisbane. Um, I think they're just... They've got winners all over the ground now. Did you say I'm on Brisbane or I want Brisbane? I'm on Brisbane. Both. Like yeah. I say, it could be both. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah, I'm going the Lions as well. I think they'll just uh, be full of confidence and that'll make a big difference. Uh, Collingwood are hosting the Eagles at the MCG on Saturday night. Ooh. Oh, crack a game. I'm, uh, as a neutral, I'm tempted to go to this game. Do they unfurl the flag even though it's a away game? No, last, last week they did. Right. Um, in spectacular if fashion. it was happening, I would have gone. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cheeky yeah. to unveil the flag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I That'd would be love it. a boss move as yeah. alpha as fuck. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I think they should do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it now. I, I might <laughs> invade. Bring a flag. I'll, I'll tweet uh, Dom Sheed. I'm pretty sure he kept uh, yeah. kept one. Like, if you actually just dressed up, you know, some high vis with like a big <laughs> AFL flag, just started marching reckon, out, and you like goose step march out of the ground. Just put a lanyard with anything on it. <laughs> I'm pretty right. sure that's a, yeah. an Aussie law. If you've got high vis, you can do whatever you want. Pretty much. Tough game to pick, though. Who's going to win? I'm going Collingwood. Like, <sighs> um, as much as I love to give them shit, they've got winners in every line, and I. I I think of um, how they how they line up in the mids, especially. Yeah, I think they've got the edge. Yeah, I think uh, it's a tough one. Uh, I think just uh, I'll go for the Eagles because it's Collingwood. 
basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Darcy Moore's been playing well, but he's going to find it hard against Kennedy or Darling, yeah. or both of them. Yeah. Um, oh, almost I want Collingwood to win because I think it'll make it exciting, but um, I think I'm going to tip the Eagles. Um, I I think they're just maturing into the season just nicely. Um, On to Bulldogs and the Suns at Marvel. Hard to tip against the Dogs at the minute. Hard to for the Suns ever. Yeah. 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 Doggies. Doggies all day. Yeah. They're they're coming in some good form and they're in the top four. Um, Hawthorne and North. Got Hawthorne have a very nice habit of playing North into form. Yeah, I'm, I'm on North because I think without Burgoyne, uh, it really does hurt Hawthorne. It does. Um, yep. I think he's uh, a lot of the – he's the glue in a lot of that. Uh, who else is out? Uh, someone else? Uh, Shield. Shield. Shield, that's yeah, it. Yeah, it's a big out. Um, I, I think you drop two out of the midfield, it's going to hurt. Uh, the only question I have is that um, on current form, Clarkson's going to outcoach Scott left, right, <laughs> and centre. Um, and it does depend what Scott does at the uh, – Selection committee too, because you've got a bunch of players underperforming. Eventually, you've got to cut bait. I mean, we're just looking at who's going to step up for North. Like, who's it going to be? Well, they're relying on uh, first year or either rookie or first year at the club players, like yeah. Hall, uh, Polek, um, Cunnington, and uh, Higgins are two main ones. But, they got the uh, roles they Scott. play. They're playing well, but I wouldn't say they're going to change it. Well, Higgins maybe, but with Hawks, you know who who's going to step up. I think that's what's getting me across the line for the Hawks. It's a, it's a, it is a hard one to tip because yeah. uh, Hawthorne, you know, could have won last week, but shouldn't have. Yeah, they won the first week against Adelaide, but really Adelaide lost. Yeah, I think both games Hawthorne have lost the contested possessions, the possessions overall, and inside fifties, and yet still found a way to win. Yeah, well, yeah. I want to see who wins out of Stratton and Goldstein because um, Stratton's had the bet, best uh, late form. Big boy, uh, sorry, McAvoy. McAvoy, yeah. yeah. Um, McAvoy's had the better form in the last season. But uh, Goldstein's starting to get around a bit and looking like he's going to run around the ground a bit more again. So I had McAvoy in the votes for Hawthorne in, the, in the two two games in a row uh, for this year. So, yeah, it's going to be a good matchup. Hmm. It'll be interesting how they play, though, because uh, against uh, Stefan Martin, Goldstein tended to not worry so much about the centre taps and try and beat him around the ground. And yeah. had a few moments where he did, uh, whereas Stratton seems to... Play not dissimilar, really. He tries to big boy, uh, fucking McAvoy. <laughs> he, he plays that uh, floater position quite well sometimes. Uh, Dockers are hosting the Saints um, over in Perth, and I think that's the only reason I'm going to tip the Dockers. I think it's going to be another form reversal for yeah, them. I think it's going to be a shit-ass game to watch. I'm not going to watch it. But I'll have to tip someone, so I'm going Frio. I really want the Saints to win, but I can't see like I Frio. If they're going to play like they did against North in round one, they'll absolutely annihilate them. Do you reckon Richo is going to put them, you know, this is Ross Lyon, he ran away from you bastards. Yeah. Now you've got a chance. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think Freo comfortable. Yeah. All right, that'll do us for uh, the round three preview. Yeah, good luck with your tips. Yeah, bye Peace. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.